0: Former Bruin Russell Westbrook has undertaken a vast amount of initiatives to trigger social change. And one of them is backing and advocating for the innocence of Julius Jones, a man wrongfully convicted of murder, and a guy who is currently sitting on death row in Oklahoma. That story is coming right up. This is Locked on Bruins. As you know, I'm Brian Fenley, and I can be reached via Twitter. Ryan Fenley is my Twitter handle so follow me there and keep tabs on what I am up to. So there's a man that you need to to meet and his name is Julius Jones. As I said, he is on death row right now and Russell Westbrook is pledging to the police to revisit Jones's case. Jones has been stuck in jail for over 20 years and he continues to maintain his innocence, and there was more pressure mounting because back in just February, the state of Oklahoma decided to resume executions. So I want to start with an excerpt of the letter Russell Westbrook sent to the governor of Oklahoma and the parole board on behalf of Of Julius Jones, quote, as I have learned more about the case of death row prisoner Julius Jones, it has become readily apparent to me and many others that his conviction was tainted by a deeply flawed process. As more details come to light regarding his situation, I join with many voices to express sadness and profound concern regarding his conviction and death sentence, end quote. The crime that he was convicted of, let's go back to that. In 1999, 45-year-old white businessman Paul Howell had just parked his 1997 GMC Suburban beside his parents' home. And soon after, he found himself entangled in a carjacking. He was shot and killed, and there were witnesses on the scene. He had daughters and a sister that were still in that car, and they observed what happened. Now, the crime details here, are very are very fuzzy, and, and according to witnesses, the shooter resembled and matched the description of a man by the name of Chris Jordan. Who is Chris Jordan? Chris Jordan was high school basketball teammates with Julius Jones, and what it has come to find out is that Jones, who was a co-defendant, cut a deal with the prosecution where he would testify against Jones cutting Jordan's sentence, 15 years so as it stands right now Jordan is free and Julius Jones is still in prison now when Jordan was detained he told police where the murder weapon was and that it was at Jones's house now Jordan has changed his story according to reports six different times Jones has never wavered from his story of what all took place. According to Jones's attorney, one of them, quote, officers found the weapon upstairs at Jones's home the day before police apprehended Julius. Now, Chris Jordan bears mentioning here, spent the night at Jones's house. He slept upstairs on the living room couch. He went to bed in the room where the weapon was found, and there it was wrapped in a red bandana, end quote. So that sounds a little bit slimy and sketchy to me. I will go on. The attorney went on to say, quote, Julius was targeted by a self-proclaimed car thug and a gang member. The attorney went on to say, and I continue, in his words, quote, Two separate prisoners while Jordan was in jail said Chris set Julius up. Okay? So the case against Julius is is seemingly flawed, and what you're going to see more and more here is that the evidence against him doesn't line up. So according to OU Daily, eyewitnesses claim that Jones, during the time of the crime— was actually at his parents' home, which is about 20 miles away from the scene of the crime. And Jones, that night, was playing Monopoly on the dining room table with his family. And they also were playing dominoes. So it was game night for Julius Jones at the time of when the murder took place. When Jones got arrested, according to reports, police called him a racial slur and when it came to the case and starting the trial the state of oklahoma eliminated all but one black juror and one juror told the judge that another juror that was observing and overseeing this case called uh, jones the n-word and the judge did not do anything and was well aware of what was taking place in fact There are several reports out there that one juror said, quote, they should take that N-word out and shoot him behind the jail, end quote. And again, the judge, upon hearing this, did absolutely nothing. And I'm saying this citing several different media outlets. Back to Westbrook and lobbying for Jones' innocence. He goes on to say in his letter to the governor, And the parole board, quote, they failed to adequately question the co-defendant, Chris Jordan, who is reported to have bragged in jail about framing Julius. I am also troubled by the issues of racial bias in Julius's case. To hear that a juror allegedly used the N-word when referring to Julius during trial, yet remained on the jury, is deeply disturbing to me, end quote. So, there are some more red flags that are being raised. Westbrook went on to say that Jones's legal team at the time was unfit to handle a capital punishment case. Westbrook writes, quote, Julius's public defenders lacked the resources, expertise, and motivation to fight for his life. Though Julius and his family members were expecting to testify about his whereabouts at the time of the crime, None of them were called to the stand. His legal team failed to present a photo of Julius taken nine days before the crime, which would have dramatically contradicted the eyewitness description. In addition, they failed to adequately question the co-defendant who was reported to have bragged in jail about framing Julius. And he goes on and on and on. So we brought that point up as well. End quote. Jones was prosecuted. Under then acting district attorney Cowboy Bob Macy, and this is according to deathpenaltyinfo.org, this subsequent information I'm getting. Mr. Macy had, during his 21 years at the helm, sent 54 people to their deaths. He himself has died now, but according to Think Progress, Oklahoma County, where this crime took place, is the only county not in Texas to have executed more than 41 inmates since the death penalty got put back into place in the United States in the 1970s. According to other reports, they have tracked that in Oklahoma, an African American during that 21-year period, is what I'm understanding when Mr. Macy was in charge, three times more likely to receive the death penalty if the murder victim was white as opposed to African American. So this has been a long drawn out process and Jones is trying to figure out what can be done next. And as a last resort, he has filed for a clemency petition. This is sort of like the last ditch effort to try to get government officials, lawmakers to understand that I'm really serious about my innocence here. According to Oklahoma, Oklahomans for Criminal Justice Reform, the aforementioned cowboy Bob Basie, who, as I said, put 54 people on death row, quote, half of those convictions have been reversed Several deemed exonerated and released from prison. Misconduct with the prosecution has been seen in 33% of those cases, end quote. Now, I go on in this clemency petition that was put forth by Julius Jones. He claims that there were key facts and witnesses, and I alluded to this just a couple minutes ago, that were not made available during the trial. In the petition, he alleges, co-defendant Chris Jordan did this crime alone. Now, Jordan did plead guilty, and then he got at a deal here where, in exchange, he could testify against Jones, and he got his sentence reduced and got off after 15 years of prison time. The petition, the clemency petition by Jones continues, and I read, quote, Before my trial, Jordan and the prosecutors in my case agreed that he would only serve 12 to 15 years in prison in exchange for his testimony against me. That deal was never disclosed to me or the jury, end quote. Now, to get you up to speed on how all this works, the clemency petition is then sent over to the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board, and so they will look at it and figure out what to do next, and in the state of Oklahoma, the governor is the only person who can approve the commutation of a sentence, so I said Russell Westbrook has been pushing for the innocence of Julius Jones. You've also seen other pro athletes. Trey Young, who went to the University of Oklahoma, was a basketball star now, is now in the NBA. Blake Griffin was a sooner, and you know, he is in the NBA as well, you've even seen Kim Kardashian, who has a tremendous following on Twitter and she has a huge pull as far as her Twitters and bringing attention to certain issues. She has backed Julius Jones here. So there are a lot of celebrities and millions and millions of signatures that have been signed in support of Julius Jones in that he has been wrongly convicted of a crime that uh, he did not commit. Now, this case has even been up to the U.S. Supreme Court and at least sent up their way, and they wanted nothing to do with it. And there is data to back this up, and I, and I said that there has been some disconcerting and, and disheartening data that has come out that African Americans are more prone to reach the death sentence when the victim is white. And again, this goes back to this this fascinating point that doesn't make any sense to me. You have public defenders for Julius Jones during the trial, and they neglected to use witnesses, and they did not cross-examine the co-defendant, Chris Jordan. And the lawyers did not have Jones testify. I mean, I, I don't have a lawyer background. I don't have a law degree. But for a fair, back-and-forth, balanced trial, I would think those would be the things that you would want to do. How can you not do those things? It doesn't make any sense to me. Oklahoma County 1 Commissioner Curry Blumbert wrote, "Quote At the time of Julius' trial, the eyewitness description of the shooter did not fit Julius. Instead, it described his co-defendant, Chris Jordan, who served 15 years and is now a free man. Julius's attorney was an overworked public defender who, as I said, failed to cross-examine Chris Jordan one on the excuse me on the six inconsistent statements he gave to police upon arrest. Chris Jordan was later overheard bragging that he set up Julius and was incentivized to testify for a shorter prison time. The evidence used to convict Julius was inconsistent, and several eyewitnesses provided an alibi for Julius, end quote, but they were not called to the stand. Now, as far as Jones right now, he is currently living in pretty deplorable arrangements. He is confined to solitary confinement for 23 hours out of every day it's very inhumane he is forced to be inside 23 hours a day he gets one hour of sunlight daily he can take three showers a week and some background on julius jones he's 39 right now this happened right around when he was 19 years old and he was a student at the university of oklahoma had an academic scholarship was set to be walking onto the basketball team, and was even good enough, they thought, to gain a basketball scholarship as well. So he had a lot of things going in his favor, and it would make absolutely no sense for him to partake in this crime given the trajectory that his life was going. Westbrook continues, quote, Unfortunately, I'm contacting you today because I believe The state's criminal justice system is on the verge of curing out a grave injustice, one that is inconsistent with the values of the Oklahoma I know and love, end quote. So here is another part and a twist that needs to be brought up once again, and attention needs to be focused on this. So the lawyers for Julius Jones have reached out to the Oklahoma City District Attorney David Prater in trying to review the prosecution files now prater according to reports has been very non-committal here in allowing the defendants here in terms of the the law the lawyers i should say of julius jones look at what's going on according to the clemency petition as i went on to say earlier but i'm going to read some more of that it says quote my lawyer, for several years now, asked Oklahoma City District Attorney David Prater to allow them to review the prosecution's file on my case. Although Mr. Prater finally agreed in the fall of 2018 to allow my lawyers to review the state's files, he ultimately went against that promise. Can you ask the district attorney to make his file available to my lawyers and to the public? End quote. So... Why would you go, and and this is something that in another article the attorney for Jones said, is that he had tried to get a hold of Prater. Prater was unresponsive. Finally, like two years after, said, okay, 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 I'll let you look at the file. And then last second says, actually, no. Now, Prater, according to reports, called those statements in the clemency completely erroneous, saying, quote, Everything they are saying now has been disproved or already addressed by appellate courts. His advocates and lawyers are some of the most dishonest people I've dealt with in my professional career. End quote. Julius, in his petition, goes on to say, quote, Prater said, I can't let you see the file. I need to protect the integrity of the file for the people of Oklahoma. And this is actually what the lawyer said for, for Julius Jones. He said, I, I can't let you see the file. I need to protect the integrity of the file for the people of Oklahoma. And the lawyer pointed out that, that Prater, and said this earlier, changed his mind about allowing the representation for Julius Jones to see, see, see it after two years of basically shunning them and blowing them off. So here's the thing. If you're David Prater... And you're so sure that Jones did it. Why are you being weird? Why are you being hesitant? Why are you being reluctant to show the facts of the case? It doesn't make sense. Now, Jones's legal team, all they want to do is see the documents. It suggests to me that they're hiding something if they are not willing to be forthright and say, look, here's what we have. But the reason that they're not suggests to me that there's some funny business going on here. And I ask you, David, what are you hiding? Why are you doing this? And I hope that the legal team for Julius Jones, based upon the backing that we are seeing from a lot of highly influential people in our society, celebrities that have found and taken interest in this case, can help what just seems to be some some grave injustices taking place all across the board. And, you know, we are in this time now where you're seeing more and more protests and demonstrations taking place and people understanding that, you know, there has been systematic racism, you know, across the board in our society. And so I just think that the Oklahoma governor has to take a look at this case. And I think that there have been some really bad wrongdoings on the prosecution side that and they have not been held accountable, and they need to be. So I urge all of you to to check out this case, support it if you will. You can find out more information by going to justiceforjulius.com. JusticeforJulius.com. Tell your friends, reach out and spread the message about this man's plight because this guy had his whole life in front of him and looking at the case and seeing all of the outpouring of support that he has gotten it just shows you that there is something that is very wrong with our justice system and we need to hold them accountable and with your support and the support of everybody we can help Make that happen. All right, I'm Brian Fenley. Again, justiceforjulius.com. This has been a, a a measure that former Bruin Russell Westbrook has been behind. That's how I learned about it, seeing how Westbrook is using his stance in society to implement changes and get things done. As far as making us as a society more of a an equal, you know, racial outlook here in the world we live in. So thanks to Russell Westbrook for bringing this case to my attention. And because of that, I'm hoping that you're now learning about this, bringing it to your attention. So let's continue to support this case and do what we can to help Julius Jones get out of this. I'm Brian Fenley again, and I will talk to you later.